And I have been all over the place, but I see in chat we have a question already. Guys, if you're listening to our podcast, please consider watching us live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can be part of chat. You can see the cool visual elements uh, and, and, and you get a little bit of feedback. We like to talk to you guys. So in chat, someone's already asking, and let's just get this out of the way. Lone Star Open, they're asking about the 40K player packet. Guys, I promise you, you're going to get the 40K player packet. We, uh, I'm very in a position of privilege that I get to see a lot of stuff before it's released to the public. Uh, there is going to be a packet out. It will be having all the information you need to know. We do not want to release it till we have the, the green light, but assuming early next week, we should have at least something ready for you guys. I will tell you, though, we will be using player place terrain because we do have frontline gaming terrain. So if you're familiar with player place terrain, it's going to be the same kind of thing, but we will be using the uh the set precedent that will be used by uh games workshop at their tacoma event all right nick there we go nicky d we don't have seth yes, here man, man. you no, did you bless no, him i know not. you're a nurgle fanatic here what, what the hell man no it's been a little while since seth and i have seen each other so i did not have anything to do with this we okay. uh we, we we love seth we miss him that's that that's here but uh, you know what the guy deserves a night off as well <laughs> he he's been does. doing a lot for the network over the last few months so that's that's okay we're we're gonna make it all work and pull together here but uh kicker yeah. you've been You've been out and about, right? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to tell people what's going on? Yeah, sorry, I wasn't here for the past two weeks, guys. I was working ACO, and then I was camping in the main. And on Sunday, I'm like, it's time to get back to the south. So I drove. Can we, can we show this image of the <laughs> yeah. ridiculous drive I did? I yeah, drove, there we go. <laughs> I drove from Boston to New Orleans. I left Boston on Sunday. I got to New Orleans Monday night. I basically didn't stop. I do have this kind of cool camper van. Uh, we can show my little camper van there. I'm pretty proud. Oh, yeah. I can sleep in it, so I just kind of pulled over to the rest stop. I just slept a little bit and kept on going so I, I i that was kind of my hobby progress i guess for the week was just getting home but i love this damn game so much i love 40k so freaking much man it's sick like i was exhausted i was tired but on the entire drive back i'm like i've got so many cool ideas snipers nikki d snipers and guard are cool they're cool again they're i mean they've always been cool but now were they, they not cool yeah that's what yeah, i thought <laughs> right? they're, they're, now they're functional and cool but there's not too many snipers in the in the current model range and mm -hmm. current plastic model range so i'm like yep. i'm gonna kit bash some so so if you look on the little photo there i've kind of taken all sort of different bits to make my platoon command squad sniper and he is so badass dude i used yeah uh, the, the, the minis for the bombast kit and I used a cool sniper rifle thing that I made myself out of scion bits and anyway I'm just so stoked to see this guy on the table but Nikki D what have you been up to you've had more time to hopefully get a little hobby progress in right come on come on one 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 would think but the summertime is a uh, is a busy time with many family obligations and other things that we are going through uh, so I have not really had a chance since Atlantic City to uh, work much on my models uh, from from that part of it I will say and advancing the screen uh oh, i did yep i did get in and actually you can tell that it was today uh because i'm wearing the same shirt in the picture <laughs> that way same shirt in the picture <laughs> that i'm wearing on screen uh, not necessarily now, you could wear a stinky ass shirt for three days in a row and we would not know thanks to i'm you. not that much of a nurgle follower <laughs> right, you're right, not right. that much uh but i got my leviathan box in today ordered it from frontline gaming which uh if you are looking for new miniatures or to get the latest items that we're going to talk about on pre-order in a little bit uh, make sure to use those through the affiliate link on the show. It helps feed Kicker all that breakfast cereal that he loves. Uh, but yeah, I got my box in today. Opened it up just to check out the contents because we all know you love that feeling of opening the box and pulling yeah. out the screws just to look at them. And, oh, yeah. you know, oh, the biologist apothecary. I'm so too, excited. Right? Like the, the weight of the box is so satisfying. Yes. It's it's a great thing. Um, so yeah, from that part, I'm going to be having a little bit more travel this upcoming weekend. So I pulled out the rule book. 
Uh, I've got some light reading to do <laughs> uh, this weekend while on the road. While Not while I'm driving. While my wife is driving, I will do reading just so that we're perfectly clear about this sort of thing. And then, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go there, go from there. So I'm, I'm really excited. I've got an RTT, not this weekend, but the following. So I need to learn how to play this game. Yeah. Uh, I got to figure it out. Uh, I, I think I still, I'm still going to stick with Chaos Demons for a little bit. But when it comes to the 10th edition, don't really know. We've got a lot to play around with. My Necrons are calling. My Death Guard are not. They're, yeah. they're, I'm not too, feeling too hot about them, but we're going to see where these uh, where these things go. So, Kicker, you, we've you got a lot to cover though, here. You, you said something. We've got to stick yeah, on 10th edition because 10th edition yeah. is going to be kind of a running theme for, for this episode as well as for, oh, the, yeah. for the next few months. Oh, yeah. But, but you just said you're going to go to this RTT. You're going to be playing 10th edition. This will be your first 10th edition tournament, right? It, is. it will be, My, yep. um, I want to call him my Astro Militarum Imperial Guard Sensei. My my my, <laughs> my 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 one of my good friends, Marcus Tanner. He's made it to every single frontline gaming event this year so far. By the way, so kudos to Marcus. He's up from Washington. You know, I was asking him like, man, like we got a new edition. What's the strategy? What kind of army do you bring? Do you bring you know something you you know and love, and you kind of already got the basic mechanics, or new edition? Just throw it all out the window. Start from scratch. Try something totally crazy. And and he was telling me, man, start with what you kind of know. And, and mm -hmm. get that base, get some games under your belt, you know, and then maybe go crazy. Um, but I usually don't listen to anyone, even my sensei. So I decided <laughs> to try and do something totally different. I've never owned a Bane Blade, but I'm going to go buy one and paint that up and see how that goes, uh, as well as a lot of infantry. Normally, I don't like to run horde armies with infantry, but I'm like, you know what? Let's run a couple big, big, big tanks and a whole bunch of infantry and see how that goes. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's good. Um, Kicker, let's jump into it for, yeah, for this week. A lot, a lot, and we're going to talk about 10th edition throughout the course of this episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. So um, I see there's already a lot of folks that might be even working out some trades for models in the chat there. Guys wanting the Space Marines, guys <laughs> wanting the Nids. But anyways, uh, Kicker, let's let's jump into it. Um, we, we Leviathan is now out in the wild. It's in our hands. It's in my hands, as seen from the prior picture. But uh, when it comes to pre-orders this upcoming weekend, what can folks get and what can we they order? We do have right? some non-10th edition pre-orders. We're talking about <laughs> Age of Sigmar stuff here. Right. You know, you got to, you got to get a little variety, right? A little spice in our life. Um, 10th edition did sell out at a lot of places. I think FLG might have a few more in stock, but I knew it is getting kind of hard to get this brand new box set. Fear not. All those things will be released individually soon. I'm sure there's no question about it, but um, yeah, it, it is, it is getting a little more challenging to find that big box set. This week, though, GW pre-orders involves the Dawnbringers Book One. This is the start of a story progression for Age of Sigmar. It's kind of like, uh, what's the what's the what's the series are doing for for tenth edition or I guess ninth? Uh, or it was uh, in ninth edition. Oh it was Arcs of Omen, right? Yeah. That we had where it was that that series of five books, and yeah. each book had some new models or new characters that and come with it. Rules, yeah. Hey, Age of Sigmar 40k, it's all under the same company. So my, my bet here, Kicker, <laughs> is that it's going to be a lot of the same. It's going to be a lot of that same same kind of thing that we get these books, new model. Actually, Games Workshop, I said, there's going to be new models for many of the factions that come along with this new new boxes that folks can order as well. And I think some of those are coming up for pre-order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So each one of the well, there'll be four new box sets for some of the more popular factions. We're going to get the Fire Slayers, the Gloom Spike Gits, the Flesh Eater Quartz, and the Maggotkin of Nurgle. Each one of these <laughs> have a brand new box. It's kind of like a, a start collecting box. Yeah. But you get a really cool new model that can only be found in that box. I'm sure the model will eventually be released on its own. But right now, if you want that new model, you got to get the new box. Have uh, to get it here. Yeah, got to get them here. They're good deals, though. You get a lot of good miniatures, and you get the brand new one. Uh, and, oh, the General's Handbook, which is kind of like the the chapter approved for Age of Sigmar, that just went uh, – that's going live, too. And 
for LSO that's going to be used. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a big like, oh, quick, you know, what do you do? Do you use the old stuff or you use the new stuff? But for Lone Star, we'll be using the new stuff. But let's go back to 10th edition. I got to talk about 40K, yeah. man. Like, you know, we, we, we'll have allow it. we have to. We have to. <laughs> All right. We have to do it, dude. The app. Need yeah. your response. What do you think, man? The 10th edition 40K app. What do you think, Nikki D? No, no censorship here. Let it all hang out. Just be honest. What do you think? Yep. Uh, I've, I've got, I think, six test lists that I've put into to the, to the app. Um, overall, I like the output of the app. Uh, basically, when you put your list together, right, and, and having that part set, when you're in the app, you can click the put the units into there. There's a little icon on the top so you can view the data sheet. Yeah. I, I like it. It's, it's definitely a... Uh, it's got its own spider web approach to get to the items. You have to learn this, but you get it with muscle memory, I think. Um, so that part, it'd be really nice if you could look at the list and click you know, a oh, unit, like say intercessors, cool. and it pops up right there, rather yeah, than have cool. to see it from the other way. But I, I like that. Um, I, I like that part of the app, though. Um, I like you it as a starting point. The list super easily, right? Like yeah. it's exported yeah. into a format. It's not like this big complicated process. Yeah. Um, Overall, I mean, kicker to me, I, it's it's a sort of thing where it's it's got a few bugs. It's not and not tearing it. Well, it does have those in the app, but it's <laughs> it's not it's not perfect. But it is a very solid. I would say seven out of ten. Uh, and and I, I might be saying it might be a little higher than that, but because I love Nurgle, I'm gonna say seven. But it, overall, I, I I actually really like it, and and I think it actually it has some legs for for use yeah. by the large community as you're planning your list, as you're going to show your list to other players. Hopefully, if everybody gets you know kind of on board with using it, it's a centralized source. So yeah. I'm I'm positive about it. Cool, cool. Chat, tell us what you think. Nikki D will be reading your your comments. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us what you guys think. Uh, I'm gonna be straight up, man. This app compared to what we had in Ninth Edition. I mean, game changing. Like it's it's a yeah. world oh, yeah. different. This is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, right? Because it's like, <laughs> wow, we can make really cool stuff. Like we can have really cool apps in this game system. So the app is a huge improvement from the previous one. Uh, it's free, which is always nice. Now the, the free is 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 probably short term, right? We're sure there's gonna be a paid version eventually. But right now, there's no reason to go out there and not go out there and start playing around with it. The 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 data sheets are all in there, and it's 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 like. They're, like you can push a button to see, I guess, the keyword for like a weapon, like devastating wounds. You can press the button, I guess, press devastating wounds on that data sheet, and it'll tell you what devastating wounds mm -hmm. does or sustained hits. So it's really, really simple to use. You know what the word is? It's intuitive. The app is extremely yeah. intuitive. I'm kind of a luddite. I'm kind of like not a tech dude, right? Like I just went and camped in the woods for for funsies, you know. Like that it is, is what my it happy is. place. And and this app, I was able to pick up and immediately start creating lists, looking up army, you know, rules, questions. It's it's the it's it's pretty damn perfect in terms of the intuitiveness. Now, yes, can it be better? Of course, it can be better. But right now, what we got is pretty damn good to start us off with. Um, oh, we got some stuff from the chat. Uh, take it away, Nikki D. Yeah, so we already got some of some of the folks that are, are in the chat as well. Uh, shocker here, kicker. Forty k players have opinions on Warhammer. So uh, we've got uh, uh, Dean, a friend of the show, uh, might have been roommate of mine at Atlantic City Open. Uh, he's noted that the app looks really clean, um, and, and he does wish that it had some better filter options for you know armies that he plays or when he's you know selecting oh, a certain cool. thing. But like I said, it's clean. Joel Adkins, happy with the app so far. I noted it a 7 out of 10. Joel is marking it a 7 out of 8. Oh. I'm great. not sure what the difference in the scale is. Maybe he loves corn and, and, and having probably, that part That's set. probably why he's a corn lover there, right? Uh, yeah. Which, oh, which, by the way, Kicker, I'm going to have to put it, this in the front. Quick aside, quick tangent. We, we love tangents on the show. Tangents are fine. Tangent. Seth is not here, so we can <laughs> we gotta cover it. I'm going to have to post this picture in the Frontline Gaming uh, community Facebook page. Uh, so check it out if you're, if you're not a member. Round 6. Uh, there were two players on table eight at, of the, the 40K GT, yeah. two players on table eight, 
no. They were both they were both world no. eaters. No. World eater on world eater on table. Eight. I got a picture of it. It was magnificent. I, I can tell you those two guys had a great time. Uh, <laughs> uh, my buddy Evan had a great time playing on that table. Uh, doesn't doesn't hurt that he won the game. So, anyways, uh, back to our our chat items though. Uh, Kelsey, <clears throat> fan of the app. Um, good and simple. He does note it's it is a question. Of, hey, it's free for now. How long will that last, and what will it be? Um, but then also, as pointed out by Joel Adkins. Joel already commented once, but he's coming back for another freebie here. Uh, Joel says he's paying for Warhammer Plus anyways. So, yeah. you know, it's the sort of thing where, you know, that that's, but as, as another member of the chat points out, well, you know, if you're paying for Warhammer Plus, is that going to get you all the options? If you have to buy a codex to get rules for those once those start yeah. coming out, we'll find out soon enough we'll on those it. parts of it. But I think overall, the usability, the intuitiveness of the app, the chat has spoken they are fans. The chat has spoken. The chat has spoken. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about some nerd news, Nikki D. You have some exciting stuff you want to share. Please, please, please share. Guys, we we know him. We love him. And it is his his final season on The Witcher. Uh, Henry Cavill, obviously, we're, we're, he's the most popular uh, Warhammer uh, Warhammer 40K fan out there. I think that's pretty safe to say, right? Like, there's, it, I feel like it's him and Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. He's a big fan of uh, Warhammer as well. Or, or been... if we want to, like, look back a little bit, Robin Williams is a, oh, is yeah. a okay. player, you know? I mean, Robin Williams... Okay, Rob uh, Henry. I'm gonna I'm gonna revise my statement here. Right, right. Henry Cavill, most famous alive yeah, Warhammer yeah, 40k yeah, fan, right? Yeah, Robin yeah. Williams is that that yeah. guy's an absolute legend. <laughs> anyways, uh, season three of The Witcher, uh, volume one, so it's gonna be split into two volumes. It comes out this weekend. I even while I'm traveling and doing some things, I'm gonna at least catch an episode or two of The Witcher. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. Oh for shit! It. You just said volume one. I didn't catch that when I saw the little teaser trailer yeah. thing. That's yeah. that's a little disheartening because I hate like I hate when they break up a Split season up. And just to milk it for a little bit long. But it's Witcher, so whatever. I'll give it a yeah. shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay around for whole ride okay yeah. that's cool uh I, I you know i was driving back from boston in my van i wanted to watch something at night i just kind of was dicking around and i was like well i gotta find something to watch the orville that's on yeah. disney Plus. i'm like i don't normally watch that much stuff on disney i mean you know, you know besides the obvious like star wars stuff some you know mcp marvel you know marvel MC, marvel stuff whatever the occasional you know old movie with my kid but the oh, orville, sure. i don't even know what the hell this is but i watched it and i was like holy crap this is a great show have you seen so you this? So you're watching it from the beginning, Kicker, is what you're saying, episode right? episode one, season one. I don't even know how many seasons are, man. Like, But it's basically okay. Star Trek, but funny. Yeah, it's so I watched the first season of The Orville when it originally came out, I don't know how many years ago, because it was it was positioned as, and for those that are listening to the show or in the chat, it was it's Seth MacFarlane, right? <laughs> the, guy, the guy who did Family Guy, and it, it's him doing basically a mockumentary or kind of uh, mock version of a Star Trek show. Yeah. For myself, as someone who grew up, I was born in the mid to late 80s, as someone who grew up loving and watching Star Trek The Next Generation, it was like he took Star Trek The Next Generation, <laughs> took Family Guy jokes and yeah. like mashed them together. And, and it's live action. It's live action. Yeah. Like, there's good production value to this thing. <laughs> yep. And and so it's the show where it kind of took a little while to get its legs. I've watched I watched the first season and I watched most of the second season. I, I dropped off I but there's I think it's still got another season or two after that. I became a fan of it. Uh, so Kicker, you pointed it out. It makes me think that I have to go back and watch it from the beginning because I did enjoy what I liked. I, I did I sorry, I liked what I watched with that show. I thought it was really good. It had a lot of it, it had a lot of heart to it. it was a cool sci sci-fi show. That's what um, it has so heart I'd recommend to it, it. Right? It's like yeah. it's oh, kind of like it's like just 
easy, enjoying, you know, it's like, it's, it's like trash TV. It's just something you're going to watch and, and laugh. You're not going to get any sort of deep so? meaning, but you're going to, you're going to giggle a little bit out of it. So, so yeah, uh, highly recommend that if you're looking for something random, uh, to watch, we got to talk about event news. Lone yes, Star Open, dude. Damn, damn, dude. It has gotten big. Now, no, 40K is not the, it is big, It's but it's not like it's massive, but all the other game systems have really grown. Like Legion, that's, that's insane. Legion's going to be our largest event outside of, uh, Outside of LVO, but it's going to be the largest wow. Legion event outside of LVO. It's just gotten like, what the hell? Like seriously, um, it's it, it, Legion at LVO Lone Star got the the qualifier, the world's qualifier. It's it's an AMG thing. It's got basically the highest status you can get to be an event. So it's fully supported by the the manufacturer, and so that got has a lot of people jumping on board to go play. Uh, so we got Legion. Oh, and we just added Kill Team. So if you've been waiting, because there's at least twenty people that have been emailing me like every few days <laughs> asking about Kill Team, uh, we finally got a nice local TO to stand up and run kill team at a lone star open so you can play that uh oh and, and last thing i know this is in our notes but i need to share it i today i just ordered our our, our wristlets our wristbands for all the different military factions because uh oh the yeah lone star open is our military appreciation event yes it is so yeah i know that, that we'll have the uh, the wristband that matches their their um their, their branch so that people can tell who is representing what different uh division of the military yeah, uh, Kicker, we'll have to make a, a note of this for our shows over the next couple of weeks and uh, calling out in the chat. I remember last ahead of last year's Lone Star Open, there were a few challenges yes. across the different branches of the armed forces yeah. uh, <laughs> that were sort of grudge matches, if if you will. And uh, so that part, I, 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 I'll, I'll just say, whether it's Lone Star Open <laughs> and across the military branches, or even just general gaming at... Uh, 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 frontline gaming events. I, I would like if we can have more grudge matches. Maybe if there's a Thursday night meet and greet, uh, you know, that's a great time to do some grudge match games. Or Sunday, uh, you know, or the Sunday RTTs, great chance for some some grudge matches as well. So at um, at a Lone Star Open on Friday, there's going to be some Expo games, and but there will be grudge matches. We did grudge matches last year. We're doing it this year. So if you are representing one of the military branches and you want to take on somebody from another branch, you know. Throw it down, you know, challenge somebody, and we will have the platform there. We'll be, we'll be allowed to play all Friday night. Uh, and yes, Nikki D, I think this is a genius idea. I think at LVO, like Thursday mm -hmm. night grudge matches, that should be a thing. That, that We should make that happen. You can even be like yeah. nation versus nation, you know what I mean? Like the Icelandic guys taking down the Germans. I don't know, you know, it's just, you know. And yeah, I mean, we got a lot of things to figure out, but we we know somebody that is streaming for you know forty k events. So you know, the most prestigious of the grudge matches, maybe something cool can get worked out for that as well. I love that. I love that. Okay, so we're talking about all these different things. Let's talk about a Las Vegas Open real fast. All the packages are basically sold out. So the packages are the tickets that have all the stuff, including the con badge. Those are really good value. Those are basically totally sold out for every game system at the LVO. But we do have some standard tickets left. Uh, not many, just a handful. But for example, for 40K, I think 90% of all tickets are gone. So we have still a few more tickets. But the, every day, you know, tickets are gone. Tickets are going. Tickets are going. So get your 40K ticket now. Do not miss out. Age of Sigmar, totally sold out. There are no standard tickets. There's Saw no that. packages. Even narrative is almost sold out for Age of Sigmar. Age of Sigmar is going to be massive, guys. We actually sold it out by 110%. We oversold it. So now we're going <laughs> to make more terrain. Like, we're already making terrain as of this afternoon for Age of Sigmar at LVO. Legion and Kill Team only have a few tickets left, but they are going to be way bigger than last year. Oh, and Conquest. Like, out of the blue, Conquest is that... I don't know. It's like kind of a fantasy game. That's that's getting really, really big too. I'm just kind of surprised. 
Finally, we're doing after hours for many different game systems at LVO. It will be mainly Friday night. There are going to be games that take place between 8 and whenever at night. They'll be by a big old cash bar. This is an awesome uh, chance for you to play a game system that's might maybe not your primary game system. So, yeah. for example, you want to play Shatterpoint. There will be a Shatterpoint after hours. It's going to be way more of a chill vibe. The ticket is basically free. It's like $5, maybe $10. Super chill. Just go hang out, drink some beers, roll some dice, uh, you know, do something a little different than play your competitive game all day oh we, we got some questions what's going on what's going on yeah i so two well two questions i've seen from from members of the frontline gaming community about lvo the first one yeah. uh kicker uh will will reese be available to compete in push-up contest at lvo if Do you we know, challenge him i will enforce it because okay okay you know the done deal done deal okay i mean okay uh, <laughs> who wants to challenge reese to a push-up competition <laughs> we'll get this on the record now a lot of a lot of orc players uh, a lot, lot of orc, orc players, players. <laughs> all right cool, uh, but, cool, but, cool. but question number two folks want to know uh was not announced with or was not available with the lvo packages but room block for lvo do we know yeah. when that is going to go live good 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 question okay so we want to be fair we want to allow everyone to be able to get access to the room block at the exact same time so so we're uh, so the room block is there's a new owner of the Rio. And so we're waiting for that to be given to us. And then we're going to release it to everyone at the exact same time. We're going to tell people, hey, the room block is going to go live now and give people, you know, like a day or two to prepare. The room block is going to be really cool. Uh, because you'll have multiple options of rooms to choose from a lower price one, which is the existing current Rio rooms or the brand new fancy rooms that are getting updated, which are legitimately amazing. Uh, and only a few dollars more, more information on all that will be coming in the next few weeks. I, I honestly, the room block, like get your ticket. Now your room yeah. block, you'll get, we'll, we'll give you a little heads up. And then, you know, usually guys in transparency, the room block doesn't sell out in the first month. You have some time. So, so, so once we go live with that, do act but you don't need to like scramble yeah um usually those room blocks have a deadline and you don't want to be the guy who realizes that the room block deal is gone the day after that it finishes up right that's the that's the big question mark yeah and and and, and like let's just be transparent if you don't get in the room block you're kind of shit out of luck like you do not want to stay at the rio at that point because it's expensive man because we basically take up the majority of the whole hotel so at that point whatever rooms are not sold part of a room block they really raise the price up high now we're talking yeah. about like you know you know two months before the event if you're still trying to get your room like geez man might be mm -hmm. a little bit of a stretch but anyway we will have the room block it'll be very clear and posted and everyone will have the same exact chance to get get in on it uh oh signal short this is time for Nick. Nick, are you asking us a question or I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to ask, um, you know, this, this question, you know, for us as, uh, as this one goes. So our signal short for this week, guys, uh, pretty, pretty simple was actually brought up to me as a, as a question actually at the, at, at ACO a couple weeks ago. Um, just like, so signal short question, what would be your walk up song to arrive at a table and play Warhammer? Okay. Can we, can we chat? Chat's going to be involved because we don't have Seth here. We, let's chat. What is your theme song? You're walking to the table. You're going to roll some dice. What are you, what are you hearing in the background, man? What is, what, what are you listening to? Uh, Seth, I guess, phoned in his answer. Uh, he on our notes. Uh, he wants for whom the bell tolls. Uh, I don't know who sings that. What song? What's that? I mean? Oh, kicker. That's Sorry. a, that's a classic Metallica song. Oh, uh, I can, I can actually tell you when I was a kid growing up playing Warhammer Fantasy in my basement, I had a I had a Skaven based playlist, yeah. uh, usually songs about plague <laughs> or bells and things like that. Yeah, uh, and that was the lead song for it. So okay. I, I love this right. choice by Seth. Very this is this is an A plus A plus. All right, don't judge me because apparently I don't listen to badass music. Um, mine <laughs> is definitely Thunder by Imagine Dragons. That was my pre like you know 
race song that my wife and I listen to before we go run races. And and I don't really and, and I used to listen to music before going to tournaments, but I actually stopped doing it because it would hype me up so much that I was less <laughs> focused. Excited. I did bad. Like I, I actually like I ran the data, and then whenever I listen to music, my win percentage was significantly worse so i so now going into a tournament or even just a casual game i do not listen to music i just i like i i, I enjoy Jump the in. slow drive in maybe i'll listen to a podcast but i don't get myself up nikki d what is yours well kicker first you you said thunder by imagine dragons uh joel in the chat says thunderstruck by oh. acdc okay, so keep one that's yeah. And that's so involving thunder. Uh, I'm actually going to keep this thunder train rolling because the, the song choice that I would go with is Blood and Thunder by oh, the Mighty Mastodon. Are you uh, serious? Of, we're, just, we're just doing this. Yeah, no, right. I mean, Blood and Thunder by Mastodon. One, it's an amazing song. Uh, it's the lead track off of their Leviathan album. It's, it's usually what they close their sets with. And just the opening riff for that, that gets the blood pumping, especially okay. for someone like me that likes to play. See, Kicker, you said that you get too excited, but I like to play fast, aggressive armies. So yeah. that's uh, if I can listen to something <laughs> like that's uh, like like uh, like Blood and Thunder by by Mastodon or In Waves by Trivium. That's another favorite. Like that gets me in the mindset to let's go, let's do this thing. Okay. Um, so well, yeah, I, I did have a runner up. It was the Ninja Turtles theme song, Go Ninja Go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's just, not, it's just not, I mean, the, the, the Vanilla Ice song from the Teenage Mutant Ninja, yeah. Ninja, Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, you know it. You know it. I <laughs> do. Fun, fun, fun story. When chat, when you see me at LVO, ask me about the time that I met Vanilla Ice in person. And I, I've got a good story for you. But other uh, kicker, I'll give a couple of other shout outs yeah. from the Which chat. chat uh, da, da, da. Uh, Kelsey, our friend Kelsey. Yep, we Kelsey. got the moves by Electric Callboy. Uh, Ooh, I okay. like that choice. Uh, Matt Morisoli, who was one of the top players at LVO, I know he's a big fan of that because the whole time at LVO, he was wearing an electric callboy hat. So I know he's uh, a big fan of that. Uh, Disflux, his choice is Primus. The song by Primus is called Here, Here Come the Bastards. Love that song. I love that choice. Disflux, that's a great one. Uh, Dean, uh, Take Over from League of Legends. Another, okay. another good selection that's there. Uh, and then, uh, with regards to our choice of songs here in the Thunder uh, parts there, uh, <laughs> Kelsey is asking, did we stop, collaborate, and listen to come up with that list, which is obviously a reference to, you know, Vanilla Ice that we noted as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, chat, well done, on well fire done. tonight. I'm, I'm loving on this. On fire. Uh, all right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, should, should we do a, a, a little bit of a, a I guess, a, a, a recap of ACO? Did you want to yeah. give us, like, your quick – because I wasn't obviously here last week um, – what was your thoughts? You went to this event. It was a very large event. It yep. went very smoothly. You know, for me, it's always: do we start on time? Do we end on time? Are people getting food and drink? Are they happy? Is there toilet paper in the bathroom? You know, is there any mess that needs to be cleaned up? We the event ran really smoothly. There was no issues, so I'm happy. But you, as a player, you were playing. Were you? Did you? What was your experience? What I thought you had was it a good yeah, one. Yeah, I. Yeah, so I. I was at ACO as as a player, someone who wanted to go and play. Six games of 40K as the bell tolled midnight on ninth edition. Um, Some of my favorite things, actually, the Thursday night meet and greet was very, very cool. Um, Had a lot of people come in for that that were, you know, people were traveling in at different times. But, uh, you know, some 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 drinks, people got to hang out there, get to meet some uh, some folks were throwing dice as well, playing well throwing dice in the sense that they were playing games, not just yeah. throwing dice randomly. Yeah. But Although so that would be really a cool. fun like pub game or something. I don't know, <laughs> kind of dice. I don't know. We're like beer pong, but with dice. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay, cool. Yeah. So so that was really great. And then the other thing, just as it went for ACO, I, I talked about this on last week's show, which which I did as a pre-recorded uh, episode for everybody. I think the coolest thing about going to these big events is going to meet new people and seeing some of the different, not just people, but teams that 
you know, it's it's one team and, you know, one guy plays a couple players on this other team and they may not even know. And by the end of it, like the groups are going out for dinner together. They're best friends. I can, I'm in a lot of different 40K discords and I see uh, 40K discords for certain teams now being infiltrated or but welcomed by Aww. these players that they played at the prior events. So it's that sort of thing where when, when you've got that many people, when you've got 200 people coming for a big event like that, and you see those interactions afterwards, like kicker, that's, that's, that's why we go for these things. Um, it's, yeah. it's for the people. So I thought that was a really cool, uh, you know, even if it was, even if we were saying goodbye to ninth edition, um, the memories, those memories people had are going to be the lasting impact of that event. Yeah. Uh, I got to give a shout out to the East Coast uh, members of the 40K community. Uh, I got bombarded with cereal. I think I got eight boxes of cereal <laughs> over the weekend. Like that is a very generous uh, community. The guys in Texas are going to have to <laughs> try Step and compete up. with that because uh, I was, I mean, guys, I do love cereal. That's really kind of you. And those of you that have listened to our podcast, those of you that met me in person know that I really do eat a lot of cereal. It's what keeps me going, especially at events. Uh, getting eight boxes from from that three-day weekend was um tremendously generous of you guys so thank you but on a less personal note but just something that i thought was a really good uh thing for aco which i do want to roll out at all the events and this is not like something i want to i should say we are going to be doing is the the army showcase that was such a cool concept we yeah. had jacob there being our head paint judge there he's a member of our community he runs the hobby goblins and he was going to play but we ended up needing another judge because the event had grown and he went up there and he said like why don't we do this like showcase to really show off these beautiful armies and it was such a cool idea friday i think it was friday after the last after round three we did the show or was it saturday after was it saturday do you remember nick was it saturday or friday i can't remember i think it was saturday but saturday. the yeah. idea is after the day ended and everyone's there we lined up all the beautiful armies from both agent sigmar and 40k and everyone got to go take photos of these beautiful armies and of course we got to get really good photos ourselves uh and and the judges themselves got to really compare the best armies beautifully displayed right next to each other to help them make that decision so very i'll add cool. kicker it was really cool too because a lot of those a lot of the, the people that painted those those armies yeah. they were there and and so it was really cool to see some people coming up and you get it's almost like an art gallery uh, yes. <laughs> where it's like you, you've got the artist showing off what they're doing and people yes. ask, oh, how did you do this? Or, you know, how'd you get this effect? Or how'd you train? Oh Again, God. that to me as someone, because it, it, it was Saturday and it was actually right behind the table that I was playing at the time. Um, so that's how, how I remember it. But yeah, it was really cool. Uh, there were a couple of guys that posted some videos and photos in the yeah. FLG community page as well. I know some people were asking about paint and hobby uh, uh, rankings, but uh, make sure you go through the Facebook uh, group there. You'll be able to see some of the photos, some of the great work that was done. Um, it was all really, really cool. Not just and, and being able to see it across game systems as yeah. well, which was just that's what we're yeah. here for. I mean, I, I know everyone always says how beautiful Age of Sigmar armies are in comparison to 40k stuff, but guys, 40k guys, 40k armies are gorgeous too. I was, it was nice yeah. to see them next to each other. Yes, Age of Sigmar models are, are pretty damn gorgeous. Just the models themselves are gorgeous, um, but but the paint jobs, the display boards mm -hmm. for both were just amazing. So guys, the this is trademark. This is an official thing. We'll be doing the Frontline Gaming Army Showcase at every single Frontline Gaming event from now till forever. So at Lone Star Open, guys, get ready. We'll be doing the Army Showcase on saturday after the last round excellent uh let's jump into a little bit of 10th edition guys everyone's been playing it's out um what are is your knee-jerk response chat tell us what you think we'll be reading nikki d take it take it away first have you played a single game yet have you actually gotten to play a single game of 10th i i have not i've just talked to lots of people because that's that's what we do uh, i've just talked to lots of people that have that have played 10th and have had some of their first experiences with the new edition um, folks really seem to be liking a lot of the US, USRs, which are the universal special rules that really help to simplify it. 
Um, the part that I've heard the most excitement for Kicker, and this is a bit of a surprise to me based on the community, but uh, right. the thing that people have been most excited about have been the missions, the tactical missions with the draws each turn. <laughs> the, and the, the, the random missions. The random missions. So not, not the, yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, yep. it's fun, man. It's fun. I, the thing I like about it, and I've seen it already in uh, group chats and in some of the other conversations I've had, it really influences how people do list design. That, you know, if you're playing at a tournament, depending on how points and tiebreakers and all those things are done, you need to have a list that isn't just a leaf blower list. You need to have a list that can score points, that can hold objectives, be in different places. You need to be able to do that really at all times. So I, I think that's one thing that I, I like about it. I think that breeds a lot of diversity into the list. Um, it's going to be different depending upon, you know, terrain where you're playing and that sort of thing. But I've heard that really as a positive that people have actually liked how it makes them think differently, which yeah. that's, that's probably what the point was. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the idea that you can't just guarantee your game plan. Like you have, like, like basically, we're talking about flexibility here, right? But yep. no matter how good of a play you are, you're still going to have to be. You're going to be good based off how flexible you can be to pivot to your missions that you get or secondary. So I, I really, yeah, I, I agree. That's pretty cool. I like. Well, this is a kind of a weird one. I like the new app and how easy it is to build armies in that app. And I think that's because, you know, all the war gear is basically included with your points cost. I know it's kind of a controversial subject, but I, I kind of like that. It's like, okay, uh, this squad has all the weapons on it, which means I get to use all those bits from the sprue. You know, I get to put all the guns on there. But but it is a little frustrating right now in this current, you know, week of my life where I'm like, I got to go back to that infantry squad and build another special weapon or my tank needs sponsors or it needs a heavy stubber up top. So there is some hobby slash modeling annoyances here that I'm having to go back and readjust my, 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 my loadout. Cause of course you're going to put a power fist instead of a power sword. Uh, but you know, I guess it's worth it. Cause I'll be able to bring all the cool toys. Uh, well, I, I guess Nikki D will anyone ever take a las pistol or over a bolt pistol now like is there any reason to take the weaker of options since the points are all built into the squad like i can't think of why someone would take a chain sword over a power sword i mean rule of cool and if you think that <laughs> thing is cooler you know yeah. that, that that could that could be it um yeah I, I i think there's a lot of folks that have questions on some of those combinations it's a it's a fair question kicker right yeah. and you know there when when things when points are set as they are um, there's going to be some options where things are not exactly the same, but um, I'll, I'll note there's also been you know some changes. So even like my beloved Sanguinary Guard yeah. uh, for my Blood Angels, like they've got Inferno pistol options or the Angelus Bulk under the Plasma pistol. There, those weapons, multiple of those weapons have seen changes for their roles. So they, they each have different roles um, depending on what you're facing. There, there's there's a lot of instances where there's not necessarily a best choice depending on what's in the meta. There could be a best choice, but um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where that where that part goes. And uh, speaking of you know, looking to see where things change with tenth tenth edition, I'll I'll note a couple of things from the chat. Uh, a couple of folks are pointing out that yes, there are definitely it's definitely a good thing to be a uh, knight or wraith knight player. Uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that, folks. Uh, you can check out plenty of other content if you want to hear about why it's that that's good. And uh, but having that part set, a lot of other folks talking about really liking the organization for the rules, um, callbacks. So it's pretty familiar for people that are maybe played in sixth or seventh edition with some of the USRs. So overall, you know, pr pretty positive. Um, people have, have pointed out it is a new edition. If kicker, I don't know if you remember the beginning of eighth edition. Beginning of eighth was really tough. There was a lot of armies that will that will say that they were very unique. There were some items that had to be kind of worked out, and there were some rules updates that occurred. So. 
let's let's see what Games Workshop does here. With I'm going some to of touch kind of on that because I can see chat. I can see what the messages I get privately. I see the messages I get publicly. Um, and I, I get to speak from a, a position where I, I get to interact with a lot of the guys that are involved with, with the, ten, the, the creation. And, and let's, just, let's just be straight up. Um, you know, I have to applaud GW. They are on top of things way more than I've ever seen them before. Yes, obviously, this is a new edition. There's a lot of changes. <laughs> there's going to be broken things, guys. It's, there's just, it's a whole brand new game. I mean, a whole new edition. There's a lot of things. But the simple fact is that they're on top of things. Like I'm like legitimately impressed with how quickly they're working behind the scenes, scrambling to make 10th edition what it is and what it's going to be. So, so give it some time, have a little faith, but it's, it's going to be the best edition. Cause I know the guys behind the scenes, making this edition, writing the rules, correcting the rules, updating the everything they are, they are working tremendously hard and really listening to all the feedback. So, so yes, guys, like right now out, out the gates, there's all sorts of stuff that needs a little fixing, whether it's the app or the actual data seats or the cards or rules there's some there's some there's some little fixes but guys they're working on it and uh, that should give you the the hope uh, to, to, and the faith to, to keep on playing and go through these uh, you know these early phases of a new edition yeah yeah I, I think that the part of it is go out there play some games have some fun with it we're we're gonna have multiple years of playing this edition so it might be a little bit weird at first and we also have to get adjusted to a new thing but don't get too angry if, if things aren't working exactly like you think they are or they should be um, but speaking about getting angry, Kicker, let's talk about the Frontline Gaming affiliate channels and specifically the Angry Joe Show. It's a relatively new addition that uh, that that Seth brought into the group. Uh, but the Angry Joe Show, uh, they've got a new episode that came out this week focusing, uh, featuring, excuse me, play on tabletop, tabletop titans, and signals from the Frontline oh, featuring our boy Seth. Um, it was, this was pre-recorded. It's not that show that got him sick guys. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, he was, he was there. Check it out. Great show. Uh, I, I've watched, I watched about half the show, um, actually yesterday morning while I was having my breakfast and coffee, a uh, really cool interview about why people play 40 K what's new and cool about 10th edition. So I recommend checking that out again. That's angry Joe show on YouTube. Um, in addition, uh, Vanguard tactics, they've been putting out some reviews of the indexes. Uh, I've been really enjoying those myself. The one that is in my podcast feed now is Admech and yeah, what they're doing. I listened, doing, I listened, I listened to this morning on my run. Uh, I, I'm like, I, I like their take on it. You, you mm -hmm. know, they always do a great job. But I mean, it was it, listen to it. Even if you don't play Admech, it's kind of cool to see what they can do, so you can prepare for it. Yeah, um, and then finally, last thing I'll note as far as our friends with the FLG affiliates, Joe War Games Live. He is back on the road this week, and he is streaming. I think this is his first 10th edition event. Uh, Joe is in Reno, Nevada for the Rage D GT. Um, you can already find the link for that on YouTube, so go check that out. Support Joe, support Warhammer community, support uh, 10th edition 40K, watch some cool games. Uh, really looking forward to Joe's commentary here for the new edition. Um, so that's going to be something cool to check out this weekend while you're prepping your, well, if you're in the United States while you're prepping for your 4th of July big weekend blowout barbecue. So yeah, you got to have something on the TV while, you, TV while you're doing that food you prep. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to. Uh, let's talk about the community poll we did this week. We'll, we'll keep yeah. this one short and sweet, but basically we want to know what people prefer in terms of their awards for, for winning an event. Now we're not just talking about best general. I mean, you could literally become in third place. Be winning spoon. It's, it's irrelevant. What kind of 
award do you want when when you when you when you achieve something out of a frontline gaming event? And this information is what's going to help us figure out what we do for for not only like the small events, but for LVO itself. Because at LVO, we have so many awards for so many different game systems. So it's like, what do people actually want to go home with? Uh, the options were a self-standing trophy. Think about like a traditional cup or a, you know a statuette, uh, a wall-mounted trophy like a plaque or a frame certificate, something with like marble backing, something nice, right? A weapon repl replica, a prop like those chain swords you've been seeing around, a wearable medal. Think about running a race, right, on a ribbon, you know, one of those stereotypical medals, or something cool like like a Super Bowl ring, or or maybe a wrestling belt, or a jacket like the Tour de France. I don't know. A, a jacket <laughs> would be really cool. Imagine seeing a guy walking with this like uh, a jersey of like I one LVO jersey, just the, the 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 ego this guy would have. But it'd be kind of cool. Uh did you have a preference, Nikki D? What did you vote on? What was your what was what were you thinking, man? I, I did and uh kicker, I'm gonna kind of spoil the lead on this as well because the the one the option that I chose and that I prefer is the option that most of the people like. Yeah. Uh that is the weapon replica or prop. Uh that was forty five or so percent of the yeah. vote. Uh a pretty big a pretty big winner but there was another option that was pretty close uh, actually um but it's that sort of thing where we play warhammer we like right like chain swords don't exist in other things guys right plasma pistols like those are very thing unique things uh, i haven't been in a position to win one of those things myself but some of my friends have and they just look so cool they're great conversation starters so that that to me is if i'm gonna win something related to warhammer and 40k i kind of want to win something that's a, a replica of of that system yeah. So there are challenges with that, right? And that's that mm -hmm. was something that some people in chat. So when we post these polls, there's a lot of dialogue that takes place in in the comments section. And some are like, "But how do you travel home with that?" And that's a legit yeah. problem we had at LVO. How do people travel home that flew to LVO with this, you know, three foot long sword? You know, it's, it's so so we do try to make them. If you if you make them a bit like at LVO, we made it a bit uh, to dismantle, but it doesn't like it, it limits the. You can't play with it as much if it's gonna if it's designed to fall apart. Like you can't swing it around, you know. So, Kicker, I've, yeah. I've got a suggestion for you that depending upon your state or region may not be legal. Um, but you know we need you know replica 40k weapon. The leagues of Votan they have one of those guy now, guys now that has brass knuckles. So that would be something that definitely fits. Because that's going to be nice and small, you know, but yeah, League sure. of Both and Brass Knuckles. <laughs> and it's functional, Cat, too, you if you're walking you some think? sketchy streets after a tournament. <laughs> and, and Brass Knuckles, I mean, we already make die-cast challenge coins. We can easily make some die-cast Brass Knuckles that you that you go home with. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just figured it out, Nikki D. We just we just figured <laughs> out the, the official Frontline Gaming Trophy is a set of Brass Knuckles. Uh, chat, tell us what you think. Number two, though, by the community poll was the self-standing trophy, the, the the cup. This is what we do. What we've been doing traditionally. You know, it's classic. Yeah, it's classic. Uh, we have been doing these glass cups uh, people really seem to like them people do drink out of them when they win so that, that's that's always fun uh i was kind of surprised i thought uh, so for me personally like the wall mounted trophy is just a it's it's easy i can put it up on the wall i don't have that much shelf space all my shelf space is taken up by guess what miniatures so you know having something i can just mount directly to the wall seemed like an easy option but that only got three percent of the vote uh wearable metal got one percent ring got three percent wrestling belt though got five percent out of these like lower tier ones and then the jacket with one percent so no tour day 40k <laughs> <laughs> jacket uh so we'll, we'll probably be sticking with the replicas and props and that's a good thing because we've got some really good uh friends in the community that are helping make these for us so yeah. uh you want to take us out nick do do we have or do we have some questions from chat anything else you know no people... no 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 chat chat's in a good place here you know excited for the show uh i think we got a lot of ideas and things to think about ahead of lone star open here as well yeah. a lot a lot of folks with and and kicker you said uh, as far as upcoming uh packet for for lone star so folks in the upcoming weeks will have more information obviously about lone star what to expect 
train missions, all those sort of things. It's 10th edition, so things are, are all a little bit new and wacky, but uh, hang tight. We'll get those parts. But Kicker, as we finish here, uh, what, are, what are you excited for this weekend ahead? And, and between, between now and when we're back next Wednesday, what are yeah. you excited for? I, I, I mean, like... I have not played a single game of 10th edition. I'm so excited to play a game of 10th edition. I've been working on trying to get an army. It's not painted, but at least it's, it's, it's built <laughs> just to go and, and, and play a, a 10th edition game. So that is my, my, my goal. And I am so pumped for that. What, what about you, man? What's on your radar? Cool. Well, first safety, I'm going to give a uh, kicker. I'm going to give a quick safety announcement for everybody. Oh, Again, yeah. for, for those here in the United States between before next week's show, we've got the 4th of July. Yeah. So please, everyone, make sure that you are safe. We don't want anybody rolling a one on their hazardous test. <laughs> um, so please, please don't do that. Uh, jokes aside, please do be safe for that. that. That's obviously an important thing. We want everybody to be able to play their games. Um, but uh, I am getting excited. I'm going to be doing a little bit of hobbying even while I'm on the road this next week because I'm preparing for my first RTT. I'm going to run Chaos Demons. Folks, I don't know what the heck I'm going to be running yet, but I literally might be playing my first game of 10th edition at this RTT. So we'll see how that part goes. Um, I'm going to run a, a, a Nurgle Great Unclean one. It might be Rodigus. I'm, I'm committed to doing that because what the heck, why not? Do it. Do it. Right. Do it. Do it. All right. Well, Kicker, thanks for the show tonight. Seth, we miss you, buddy. Uh, chat, you were great tonight. We'll see you here next week. And uh, for everybody else, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Singles from the Frontline. We hope you had a great time. We hope you have a great week and see you next Wednesday. Good night, guys. <laughs>